I'm Carrie Nolan. It's Monday, March 4th, and time for WQXR's Washington Report Online. Joining us now, as he does every week, is David Sanger, Chief Washington Correspondent for The New York Times. Good morning, David. Morning, Carrie. David, it's the first Monday of the Great Sequester. President Obama said during his weekly radio address that it'll have devastating effects. This will cause a ripple effect across the economy. Businesses will suffer because customers will have less money to spend. The longer these cuts remain in place, the greater the damage. But the government still seems to be running. So what are the real effects of sequestration? You know, the fact is, Kerry, no one really knows. The biggest effects are going to be in the Defense Department, and uh, these have frequently been uh, referred to by both Democrats and Republicans alike as pretty stupid cuts, which is to say that you're going to end up furloughing people across the board, but not cutting the, the programs that are most in need of being sliced up. And so the result is that over time, you're going to see a slowdown of economic activity. But frankly, it may not turn into much, especially if there is a complete budget deal that's reached sometime in you know, late April or May, when uh, it turns out that, uh, that the effects of the sequester might be cut short before the worst kicks in. Let's move overseas. Perhaps the strangest story of last week was former NBA bad boy Dennis Rodman showing up with a film crew in North Korea and embracing Kim Jong-un. He had a message from the reclusive leader, as he told ABCs this week. And the one thing, he asked me to give uh, Obama something to say and do one thing. He want Obama to do one thing, call him. So is this a new kind of diplomacy or, or what? You know, it's not as if uh, either Kim Jong-un or Dennis Rodman uh, invented the concept of engagement. Uh, President Obama uh, opened up to uh, engagement with the Iranians, with the North Koreans, uh, when he was running for president in 2008. And in 2009, the North Koreans responded with a nuclear test. They just did another one. I think the problem that the president's going to face right now is whether or not to seem to reward Kim Jong-un with phone calls and engagement right after he has done what the Chinese, the Americans, the United Nations told him not to do, the missile and nuclear tests. On the other hand, given the inclinations of this president to engage, he might make that phone call. The difficulty is there aren't many phones in North Korea. Finally, David, you and two of your colleagues had another long story on the front page today about China, Iran, and cyber attacks. What are you learning? Well, what we're learning is that people are having a difficult time figuring out the motives of those who do the attacks. We focus in at the beginning of the story on a company called Telvent, which operates and monitors uh, gas pipelines and other utilities throughout North America. They were hit by the Chinese by a group that we believe is linked to the People's Liberation Army. And yet it's not clear whether the ultimate goal there was to take over the system or simply steal the intellectual property so the Chinese can build their own. It's a mystery. Thanks a lot, David. Thank you, Kerry. New York Times Chief Washington Correspondent David Sanger. I'm Kerry Nolan, and that's The Washington Report on Classical 105.9 FM, WQXR.